0: This is Movies, a podcast about the active cinema. We just recorded a whole episode only a moment ago, and we're picking up yep. where that one left off. So listen, when this is in the feed, mm-hmm. there is yeah. going to... Well, we're talking plenty about movies tonight. Jackass, the video that I shot right. in my spare time. Um, there's going to be an episode in the RSS feed that is between this episode and... Um, well, the, the episode that was before that. Now, you just have to think to yourself, that one in between is not canon... That actually comes after this one. Hans is passing away with COVID as we speak. This is finally taking his life. Uh, we've been waiting for this one. We were only discussing it moments ago. He seems pained. The lungs are collapsing. Water is uh, going. He's crying right now. He's very sad to have uh, died the same Norm. day as Norm McDonald. He'll never get a headline Norm.
1: now. Nine <laughs> eleven. <laughs> <9-11. laughs> <laughs>
0: for those who uh, you know took a break. Uh, we were just talking about the fact that Eggie, who's a fantastic YouTube character and uh, somebody I'd love to work with someday on the right project, mm-hmm. uh, was Gee. eating Play Doh for the Monkey Jones a Meals of the Worst or something episode.
1: The uh, wheel, wasn't it like a. It used well, to be the wheel of um, the worst, but it's a.
0: Well, they, they did something where it was Rusty Cage, Monkey Jones and Monkey Jones's friend who went to prison for beating up his girlfriend. And it was a, like a, re, a little mini reality show contest that was confined to one episode. And that's not what this was, but it was kind of something similar. It was like an offshoot of that. S- same idea. It wasn't like a dare thing. It was sim- I mean, it was a dare thing, but it was specifically food-focused. You had to eat terrible shit. Eggie ate a container of Play-Doh on this, and it really was jarring how he described it because... In spite of chewing all that play dough, what he said was it started to to dissolve into a taste that was
1: pure salt. So, well, he, he didn't have to eat the whole thing because they don't ask him to eat the whole thing, but he did. Like, he took a bite at the beginning and they were like, all right, that should be enough. And then he just ate the whole fucking thing. And Absolute yeah, he, he wild, gets- man. I can't believe anybody would do that.
0: Now, you would ask, would I do that to appear in a Monkey Jones video? And the answer is... No, I would not. I would not even do that for an acting role. Um, would you do something... that for
1: a for a James Rolfe video? for a, For a rental reviews,
0: uh, for the for the Cinemasker... By the way, this cinemascr <laughs> podcast, in addition to just being a boring piece of shit, and it's all <laughs> Justin Silverman's fault. Kino's friend. We... we took it easy on him during that episode. Yeah,
1: I didn't. I fucking I I didn't give a fuck uh because he still sucks. I don't care if you're friends with him. He still should be better. He's a drain on that uh, show.
0: And anytime it, you watch, I don't know if you've seen a full episode of that show. He thinks no. he's gonna create he's he thinks he's gonna be the breakout star of it. So they'll they'll sit and they'll talk, and James Rolfe, look, he, he's past all this. That that's really what it comes out of. That's probably why he's not interested in acting in Adam Wingard shit, is because he feels this is beyond him and not in like a big shot way, but just like, he's a normal dude. He's a normal, boring guy who wants to have a fucking regular job and take care of his kids remember? spent time with the wife. Do you remember
1: when, when Opie and Anthony interviewed him and how uncomfortable that was?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. And I remember they were expecting Angry Video Game Nerd, and this was not Angry Video Game Nerd. This was James Roll. Yeah. He
1: was like, oh, uh, well, I do say weird things on my show, but uh uh and then didn't really give much i think
0: it what it does is it gives credibility to mike matai who has kind of subtly taken credit for the whole angry video game nerd thing which is him saying oh well actually i was running the channel i was i was the pioneer behind a lot of those videos and i had a bunch of ideas for this and it kind of seems like maybe that was the case even though mike matai is somebody who has gotten a lot of flack for doing things on twitter that embarrassed the company
1: likable He's very unlikable. He is. He's He's, unlikable.
0: But I think he's needed to balance out James. So you take a look at the... rent uh, Sorry, not Rental Reviews podcast. The Cinemasker podcast. And it's James sitting there quietly with his arms crossed. And just making the the nerd face and nodding his head. And taking his time to talk. Taking his time. He does that. But it's it's not like a full... (laughs) It's not a face. It's just kind of the natural Uh, resting face. The,
1: the natural, I don't want to be here. Face. We got 15 minutes left. Imagine if, uh, imagine if one of the characters that we played on a conference system sketch, uh, really hit, and now you have to be that character for your the entirety of your online life. I feel for him because that's not him. Like whenever you see him, uh, just talking as James Rolfe, you can see that he's not the nerd character at all. So I kind of feel for him with the fact that he's kind of stuck on, like, the only thing that people are really interested in watching is his nerd shit, right? Which is
0: crazy to me in 2021 that people still want to see Angry Video Game Nerd. I don't get it. I mean, I I guess there's a lot of people just discovering the videos now. It's kind of like the same thing as The Simpsons. Who's watching The Simpsons? But people Mm. – it's still on the air. It's still a staple. I mean, James Rolfe is so unique, though, in this way in that nothing he produces really is good or of a particular – standard of quality anymore, but I don't find him unlikable. I don't think he's an unlikable right. guy. Um he's kind of a void nowadays. But yeah this Silverman character, if you tune into the podcast, he'll try and make it about himself. So maybe about thirty minutes into the show, you'll see that he starts to be a little more aggressive and he'll he'll say things like, Well, I thought for today's episode we could talk about High stories. Uh, We're going to talk about weed stories. Now, James doesn't smoke, and the other guy doesn't smoke. Like, he's not, he doesn't even drink anymore. But then you have Silverman there, and he's sitting with like a big IPA from the local brewery. There's something our our pal Jake might order up anytime he goes out to dinner. Um, That kind of beverage. And Silverman will just go, well, you know, I was a party animal when I was 18 years old. And I got so high one time, I was seeing dragons. And he will insert photos of himself in a leather jacket at a teen party from when he was uh, a kid. And nobody else and, gets that treatment. You don't see photos of James when he's 20. You don't see photos of the other guy. I don't, remember, I don't even a, know what his name is. I'm going to call him Henry. His name's not Henry. It's, he's a, leather, he's got long <laughs> hair.
1: it's a leather jacket cool if it's for Excel. <laughs> i don't i think he kind of loses a little bit of that cool factor of that leather jacket might have. yeah you just kind of look when, like James once Belushi. you need once you need two cows to make your jacket it's kind of not cool anymore i don't know i honestly like i'm only aware of him uh because of the couple of minutes that i've seen of that podcast and also the what is it rex dragon video or whatever this band is where he's just like Rocking out with a damn fucking vest on, and I'm just like, who the fuck? This uh ganger obsessed character, which is very embarrassing for every guy that's over 30. I'm assuming he's over 30. I don't know how old he is. Um, uh, but yeah, I just don't feels I artificial don't I mean feels like a yeah. guy
0: searching for a personality. The stuff like uh talking about, oh yeah, I'm obsessed with uh I'm a sneakerhead, and people were ragging on me because I had uh plastic bags on my shoes when we went to a thing and I collect Gengars. It's like, this is all very transparently strategically thought out. Like you're, I guarantee you three people were ragging on him and he probably knew one or two of them. Like, I don't think people are talking about Justin Silverman like that. I I think he's looking for hallmarks that he can latch onto that he can make like his thing. So he's got to,
1: you know, uh, for example, because it's not interesting to listen to.
0: Correct. He doesn't have a personality. There's nothing there naturally on its own or that he kind of shifted into and became. So he's looking for that. But it's like, dude, you're too old. You're not doing anything on your own that is particularly interesting or of merit. Um, There's what? That one video that he's buried of him in a Klansman outfit and like swastikas behind him
1: don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> sure there's <laughs> screen caps out
0: there fr- from the loris headshot group in, on facebook that uh someone directed me to that video because i put up some posts and uh that was a segment in there so that's what what's in that's what's on facebook well, right now if you're in our secret group
1: i think that's the biggest issue with james's content that he's since he's not willing to i don't i don't want to say put in the work but like he's the content that he pr- produces as himself is very niche, very, okay, horror oriented. And maybe October is like his month when he does like the monster madness thing where he talks about old horror movies and whatever, but he doesn't feel like engaged into anything else. And he's just there because he's the face of cinema or like the channel, but you can tell that his passion or like he he's even like his want to be there doesn't exist, mm-hmm. so then he just brings these other fringe characters that don't really bring much to the table uh because they're very devoid of personality or of character uh that uh once they try to become something uh it just doesn't really work like they feel like sidekicks that are trying to step over something that is not really their thing uh in the
0: long-haired guys defense and also the dude hack the movies in their defense they don't try to showboat and become the main guy of the show this is exclusive to justin silverman i think mike matai did it a little bit and that's what turned people off uh to him and is tr- what is turning people off to Justin Silverman. But Mike Mattai, at least, was interesting and occasionally funny. He had a loco bandito, and he was doing all sorts of naughty <laughs> comics that people yep. love, love to bring <laughs> up. Um, but Justin Silverman is – is I mean, his talent, I guess, is like managing productions. It's like, how do you show that on film? You don't. You can't. That's not your role. That's not your position. You're helping James. Help James. Don't Don't try and make it about you. Right. But all this to wrap back around, you had asked, would I chew on Play Doh? And on the last step bonus episode, we were talking about the jackass tape. So I was fifteen years old. I was looking like I was looking like this. And um
1: So fucking Especially because whatever filter you have on it makes you look like a redhead. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I'm, a guy it's I'm going it. out for this is a
0: Green Lantern fan yeah. film. I'm shooting the gay green
1: lantern yeah yeah
0: and isn't um, that a gay green lantern no that's alan clark or so i would alan landis i don't i don't know one of those guys
1: so let's just say it's a gay green lantern there's a gay
0: green lantern for certain uh i was sitting in gary's kitchen i decided i was gonna take a, a bite a big bite of a bar soap from his home i did that and it's in the comfort systems
1: episode four You know what's fucked up about that? Um, I'm so autistic that I did that in my shower just because I wanted to know what the soap (laughs) would taste like. And I was like fucking 16 or something. And I was like, oh, this soap smells very good. Let me just try to... Oh, no. My mouth is just full of foam now and soap. It's bad. So your your jackass that you did, are you what? 16, 17? No,
0: I wasn't even that old. I was 14 or 15.
1: Okay, 14. I did it when I was like... I did it when I was like sixteen, seventeen oh. because I was like I was like oh this this smells good. let me try to oh bad, bad idea so uh didn't record it, so at least you have a a vid- video evidence of it of you trying to be wacky about it. I was just autistic <laughs> and tried to I like, hope that it would taste good, and it, oh, it doesn't just the worst thing
0: um, maybe you experienced this too. The worst thing was um is that your tongue acts as like a sponge. Mm-hmm for the soap and it's just, it lathers up real quick. And that is awful. I immediately grabbed a dish rag from his kitchen that he uses to like wipe down dishes. I just went, I was trying to get it out of my mouth as quickly as possible. Now, if you swallowed that, so well, you're going to have some liquid shit coming out of your ass for a while. I didn't do that. Yeah. But, uh, we did a couple of stunts like that. Some of them have been lost to time. We did do a jackass video when I was like 9 or 10 years old, and I was out with my camcorder. Some older kids got involved, and then they started breaking the law on camera. They started doing things like... What, they fuck Jumping... You? What do you mean... Well, here's here's how it started <laughs> um,
1: I spilled some paint on
0: myself and they took the camcorder and they they told me I had to show my pecs <laughs> and it was for jackass i had to do what i had to do they
1: um they pulled my foreskin back, and they started putting things in it, and I didn't so know One it of the guys was actually Michael Jackson,
0: and he asked me to climb on top uh, of him and spread my asshole for
1: him. He yeah, was going to take a look he, inside. He talked like he was going to take me to Neverland Well, he fucked my ass. He wanted me to <laughs> sing in my ass like a, like a tuba, <laughs> like a microphone.
0: So um, here's, here's what we did. We had a shopping cart in the neighborhood because we were living in the projects. Shopping carts would just wind up some days, and some days they wouldn't. So we put a kid and there was a pier, right? Like a pier. Wait, that was a
1: different place where your mom lives now, right?
0: Yes. That
1: looks, okay. So I That looks like a decent enough area.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Brockton. Brockton is not a nice city, but it's right on the cusp of another city that is um, not crime ridden at all. But if we went a little bit further from that parking lot, just a little bit down the road, we're going to start seeing some homeless people shitting in the streets nodding off wonderful there was a pair where there you know people would go and fish and um it was just naturally built it wasn't like a wooden one or anything uh there were just rocks around it and uh i remember one day when i was a kid a bunch of sharks turned up on there dead like a little bunch of a bunch of small sharks people were
1: fishing yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and it was just everywhere it was so weird i thought like um Maybe they they fell off a boat or something, you know. They, maybe it was bait for something big, um, but no, people were catching them alive, and I have like Polaroids of it from from 1999. It was pretty nuts. But you know, we took one of my uh, one of my friends. We put him in the shopping cart, and then Speed was going to be the guy who would up and off the pair. Now right. um, I'm the cameraman, so I don't. I'm not doing any stunts during this time,
1: of course. Uh, You're smart, yeah. Yeah, I was.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm the look. I'm the brains of the operation. I got to get the thing. You guys, you guys do whatever yeah. you want. I'll capture it.
1: You guys dive into this shit. I'll just capture it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, speed goes and pushes this kid off, and he didn't even make it into the water. He just went and then crashed down, and uh, it, he landed on some rocks. And that kid was a little fucked up, but it was funny. It was because it, his reaction was funny. He wanted to hop out. He didn't hop out. He stayed in it. And he took took a bruising. Now, <clears throat> I'm the only kid in the neighborhood with a video camera. So we're 9, 10 years old. These kids, 15, 16 years old, show up and go, oh, they get a camera. They're doing jackass. It's the heyday of jackass. Everybody's in on jackass. And uh, I'm just kind of nervous. And I'm like, okay, uh, we can do this, I guess. I don't know these kids. They seem dangerous. Um And they did some bad stuff. So here's some of their jackass stunts compared to my fun little jackass stunt. There were some Vietnamese people across the street. And they loved to garden. And uh, they had, like, a nice little fence and some plants. And uh, one of the stunts that they were going to do is they were going to just stomp on the fence and kick it down and then stomp on all the vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So that was one. That was one. And that happened. And that was captured on video. And another one was uh, somebody's car that nobody recognized, pulled into the parking lot that was close to our house. And uh, uh, one of the kids was just going to run and jump and smash through the windshield.
1: El- and that's what he did.
0: And uh, he didn't the, smash the, through it, but he did. The Will
1: Smith elbow, yeah. Yes, he did wind From, up cracking
0: uh... the, the, some innocent person's car windshield. So those were the stunts that, that wound up derailing Jackass 1.0. Before I would go and hang out with Gary and be the fucking take the brunt of the entire thing.
1: right the soap boy, yeah.
0: Play. Be is, the there a,
1: boy. <laughs> is there a recording of this? Is there? Is this something yes. that we could potentially watch? uh half of it was little, recorded little over little uh, nine to ten uh, low res.
0: There's some of it, and I, I don't know how much of it is actually there, but it's on a videotape, and I wound up recording over the videotape. <laughs> Because here's the thing. When I was 10 or 11 years old, I was so obsessed. For whatever reason, I just had a a fetish, a hang-up for bootleg videotapes. Mm. I was obsessed with trying to find bootleg videotapes to the point where I made my own bootleg videotapes. And I rented, I believe I rented, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker on video. And I made a bootleg videotape of it. Um, just to have. And I wound up recording over part of that. So I set up my camera in front of my TV and I was just recording what I already had in video format onto a smaller video because it was a little mini videotape. So part of that's gone, but part of it does exist. I don't know where it would be. Probably somewhere in my mom's place. <clears throat> um,
1: Listen, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I live in a third world country and that I've been going from third world country to Mexico back because uh, when I was like 16, 17, 18, um, I, uh, I went to Mexico. Uh, we used to go every Christmas or every December. And I I got a group of friends there that, you know, would get drunk. Uh, this was before I started drinking. So it was just me being autistic and watching. And uh, we had a van and um, I, don't, I don't even know if I should say this, but um, we would uh, find uh, drunk. Hold on,
0: this is all fiction. This is all work of fiction <laughs> no. from this point yeah. forward. This is all f- yes. uh, just storytelling.
1: <laughs> this is this is not true. <laughs>